T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 971 FM Talk on demand audio. I wonder if in Mitch McConnell's head, it's just nonstop Christmas music. He's walking on sunshine that this spending bill has now passed. Uh, I'm not looking at it as a win, and there's a lot of people wondering, you know, what's going to be happening next with this? Joining us now, a research fellow with the Economic Policy Studies with the Heritage Foundation, Joel Griffith. Thank you for coming on to 97.1. Hey, thanks for having me today. That's a lot of money. So it looks like all is pretty much done in the Senate. I think Senator Mike Lee out of Utah said we got to do something about the border, and I'm not going to allow this to pass until we address that. And it looks like Schumer jumped in quickly and said, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, don't worry about the border. It's fine. And it looks like there's enough support to get this thing through. So it looks like these uh, 1.7 trillion could probably swell up to 1.8, 1.9, 2 trillion dollars before you know it. Um, it, What's your thoughts on this uh, spending bill? Well, it's number one, this is fiscally irresponsible. American families are already suffering from sky high inflation created by money printing to fund massive government expansion. And you know, the hope was maybe Congress would come to its senses, both Republicans and Democrats, and actually rein in this spending. Instead, they're passing a pork-laden bill that's going to rely even more on deficit spending, much of which will be printed. And what's really sad is after we had a win for conservatives this fall, where Republicans took over the House, and they're united in opposing this measure, sadly, 18 Republicans in the Senate joined all Democrats and the two independents to pass this bill. It only took 41 of 50 Senate Republicans to simply say no, and we could have stopped this measure and given the conservatives that are coming into office in January a chance to get this under control. Instead, they passed a massive bill. It's a slap in the face. So the Republicans have voted for this. That is a slap in the face to conservatives and independents and sensible Democrats across the country that voted for a Congress that promised to rein in the spending. And now they're going to lock it in, not just for the next year, but when you pass an annual budget like this, it actually locks in the baseline spending even higher, meaning that each and every year we're just going to add on a few more percentage points onto this growing growing federal budget. And, you know, that's not even the worst of it. You mentioned the border issue. There's nothing in this to secure our border, but there are billions of dollars in this budget to secure the borders of other countries. There's billions of dollars to support the defense of Ukraine. And of course, Ukraine does need our help, but to think that we're going to leave our border wide open. And then on top of that, sorry, sorry to ramble here, but on top of this, there's almost uh, $700 million being given to the city of Washington, D.C., the local government, $4,000 per family in D.C. 
just another massive giveaway courtesy of taxpayers across the country. Oh, my goodness. Wait, what? So there, there's a stimulus written to, into this for specific people? Say that again? Uh, yeah, there's. Uh, so I was combing through this the other day. I spent a few hours, and I found a few pages devoted solely to the local government of Washington, D.C., $770 million that are going to go fund local government operations, such as the courts and health and water and sewage. And that's on top of the taxes the local residents already pay. The government of D.C. is already bloated. They're spending tens of thousands of dollars per pupil to failing public schools. And, of course, the crime rate is out of control because they have a left-wing corrupt government in Washington, D.C. And this bill forks over another $750 million to those corrupt, inept local Washington, D.C. leaders. Wow. All right, let's do a Vegas odds. Uh, I like to look at the over-under. So the over-under on the number of senators that actually read this bill, and I'm going to set the number at 0.5. Would you take the over or under on the number of senators that read the bill at 0.5? I'm actually going to take uh, take the under. I mean, we're betting uh, Me too. there might be a single <laughs> senator, maybe. And, you know, there might be a few. There, 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 there's a few solid conservatives. But here, here's, what, here's, the, here's the bottom line. Even for those senators that would want to read every word, it's not humanly possible. You know, we have great senators like Senator Mike Lee, Senator Rand Paul, Senator Cruz, and a number of others that voted against this monstrosity of a bill. But we're talking about a bill that is nearly 4,500 pages. Part of my job at Heritage and my colleagues is to actually read through that bill. But you're talking about 4,500 pages. That's equivalent of around 15 novels that you had just days to read. And if you could look at this bill, each page references other pieces of legislation that have been passed in years before. I really don't believe there's any human way possible to read through this whole thing. It took dozens of my colleagues at Heritage Foundation most of this week combing through this, and we still haven't been able to read through all of it. So I really doubt a single senator, even the ones that wanted to, I don't think they had a chance. There's just no way humanly possible anyone in that Senate had a chance to read through this in its entirety. Yep. I had a friend in the 90s that loved Marlon Wayans or Damon Wayans, and he was in a movie called Blank Man, and his superhero ability was he could touch a book and absorb anything from that book. That is the only way these senators would be able to get through this bill is if they had some superhuman power, because the bill itself was like 6,000-some pages. There was 4,000 earmarks. So all these different projects that were added onto it, and as far as I'm concerned, these senators probably just double-checked that their earmark was in there and didn't care about anything else, and all the debt that we're going to be occurring because of this bill and it's a shame so now what happens it was it go to the house and pretty much this thing has a clear path in before the new uh, house takes over well absent uh, democrats uh, joining uh, conservatives in the house voting against it it is going to go through i uh, don't have much hope that the house is going to stop it although i hope they do and you know there's other pieces in here besides the enormous spending which is already devastating to american families we at heritage we found a piece in this bill that is going to provide approximately $500 million for reproductive health and family planning centers. And get this, these centers are going to be targeting areas in which biodiversity is threatened by human existence. Think about how warped that is for a second. We're going to be funding pretty much abortion clinics in areas of the country that the elites in D.C. believe that those new babies are going to pose a threat to animal life. How sick is that? I thought we had laws that prevented that from happening. How did they get around that? Well, they get around it by, let's say, Planned Parenthood, which provides birth control, 
and also abortion services. Well, they say, well, hey, so long as the money is going to family planning outside of abortion, then we're not really funding abortion. But as we know, money is uh, is fungible, right? You give somebody $100 and you say, hey, spend this only on broccoli and cauliflower. Well, they might spend your $100 on that, but guess what? They might spend that other $100 on, I don't know, beer and frozen pizza. That's how money works. Oh, man, you're right. And it's it's such a shame. Uh, there's so many things written into this that's such a shame. When you consider the shape that the economy is in right now and we're adding more debt and we're talking about already terrible inflation, we've already looked at how so many American homes have been hit because of the inflation, how much extra they're spending because the cost of goods has gone through the roof. How do you see this new spending playing into the struggles that most American families are already facing? Oh, it's, it's going to add insult to injury. The typical family already has seen a real pay cut of more than $6,000 per year since Biden took office because of inflation. I don't want to put all the blame on Biden. A lot of that spending was actually signed into law by President Trump as well with the Republican Congress. But Biden and the Democrat Congress have made it even worse. And no one seems to be learning from the pain that we're experiencing now. Instead, they're promising to make this government even bigger. And, you know, it's not just that we're going to have higher taxes to pay for it. We're going to have the government borrowing more, which takes capital away from businesses. And look, when those debt markets dry up and there's no capital available, they just turn on the printing presses at the Federal Reserve, which stokes inflation even more. We seem to have learned nothing from the worst economic crisis of the past 50 years that we've experienced during this so-called pandemic. What do you think about Mitch McConnell coming out and saying this is a win for Republicans because of all of the spending going to the military? Well, he went even. He, he said even more. He said he's proud. He's proud of this omnibus. I, I don't understand how someone can, in good faith, claim to be proud of a package filled with so much wasteful spending when they simply could have just passed a temporary spending bill to take us through Christmas and through New Year's and give conservatives coming into Congress a chance to rein in this spending. They could have come to an agreement. They were certainly close. And sadly, so many of these Republicans joined forces with the leftists in the Senate to pass this. Yeah, and there was a couple of senators that came out last minute earlier the week, Rand Paul being one of the leaders, I think Senator Braun, Senator Johnson, and they were very much trying to say, you know what, forget this you know, 60 senator things. We need to go to two thirds vote to uh, get past this. And on top of that, we need to make sure anything that we spend is offset. So we need to know where this money is coming from. Two things that doesn't seem to have played out, but I think Rand Paul's on the right track that we need to be more responsible when it comes to our spending. And unfortunately, there's not enough senators that want to be responsible. And, and, you know, and they can't even claim that they needed to do this out of political expediency. If you look at the list of Republican senators, look at the states they were from. They were from red states, senator from Mississippi, Indiana, South Dakota, Alabama, Utah, Ohio, Alaska. The list goes on. These are Republicans from deep red states that chose to vote for this $1.7 trillion spending package. Mm, not good. I'm concerned. <laughs> the priorities are out of whack. And then what happens next? I mean, because uh, we're already spending like crazy. And for the most part, they get away with it. The The precedent yeah, well, is they can do it as many times as they want. And it just doesn't matter, which is not the best mindset to be in when you're spending someone else's money that you don't have to begin with. Yeah, well, think about this. We went through this entire election season with good folks like you and, and uh, sensible individuals realizing we need to get the country back on track. 
and Republicans won control of the House on that promise. And now Republicans have, in the Senate have joined with the leftists to ensure that when this new Congress comes in, there's pretty much nothing they can do over the next year about the spending because now it's approved for the entire following year through next September 30th. Yeah, let this be a lesson, too, with Rand Paul. He was so right. You had nine months to put this together. You wait and then have to get a 90-day extension. And then even after that, you wait to the last hours to print something in the middle of the night to get it out in front of people that you know are not going to read it just because they want to get it done before the new Congress steps in at the start of next year. What a ridiculous – it almost seems criminal the way they're acting with this. You know, By the way, uh, Joel Griffith, if people wanted to find you, the Heritage Foundation, things like that, where can they look? Go to heritage.org and just key in federal budget or any issue you're interested in, and particularly on this, and a wealth of information will will pop up. You do great work with the Heritage Foundation. This and many other topics, Joel Griffith, make sure to look him up on there. Thank you for coming on to St. Louis Radio. All right, thank you. Stay warm and stay safe. We will. Uh, a lot of people listening right now trying to stay warm. We're going to actually take some of your calls. So if you're traveling, I feel bad for you. But maybe you're in the passenger seat or whatever it is, and you can safely let us know what's the conditions like where you're at, uh, how much snow did you get, things like that. We want to take some of your calls and kind of get a snapshot of the area, and we'll do that after the break. We'll take a look at your traffic coming up next with Sue. I'm Ryan Recker filling in on 97.1 FM Talk. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.